The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Are you kidding me? Tune in to Twitch. Afternoons on the score. All right, so news of the day. Marcus Stroman fractured rib cartilage. Some good questions again coming in for one last thing. We'll end the show with your questions, but let's go out to Wrigley. We're going to hear from the clubhouse and then the front office. We'll start with Nico Horner. Uh, Nico Horner on the clubhouse's reaction and the impact of the Marcus Stroman news. How have you seen him impacted by the injury over his last, you know, month, month and a half? Obviously, he hasn't been the guy that he was early in the season. Yeah, I mean, I can't I can't speak to specifics as far as what he was um, feeling while pitching or, or things like that. Um, obviously, he's been a, a huge part of our success as a group this year and uh, an important part of our team. So, um, yeah, not having him is, is definitely challenging. What... what I guess what's the mindset when you lose someone like that for an indefinite amount of time? Someone who's been such a horse for you guys, mm-hmm. especially as you're in a race for the playoffs. Yeah, I mean we've been doing it for a little while now. You know, obviously we're a, we're a better team when he's himself and and, and out there for us. But uh, we've had pretty admirable work from our, our staff filling in for him and continue to do that. How important is it just to get back on the the winning side of the column after last night? Uh, yeah, I mean there's a. You know, definitely a part of the season where everything is is highlighted extra. But um, you know, we're not going to be be perfect, but continue to trend in the right direction and win ball games and feel good about tonight. Guys uh, have uh, had everybody step up all year. Guys like Assad and everybody else. No reason to think that that won't happen again with the Stroman out. I mean, you guys have been up to the challenge so far. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before. Kind of every bit of the year has had its, its different storylines. Um, you know, the season is always going to have unexpected challenges, and this is a, a new one for us. Obviously, feel for him on a, a personal level, having a, a, a great year and a, a huge part of a winning team. So I know that means a lot to him, but uh, we just keep going. You've talked about Asad, like previously, just how good you think he is. Um, his role's obviously increased lately, and now it's probably going to increase a little more mm-hmm. Stroman now. How have you seen him handle the moment with this increase in role? Yeah, just uh, a guy who I feel like um, not really going to be shown up to different one way or another, and that, and I mean that in the best way that he seems comfortable and confident in every everything that he's been handed, which has been a lot of different roles. And so, you know, hopefully he takes the opportunity to have um, you know consecutive starts and really really run with it because I think it's something he can have a lot of success with. Two for three last night with a walk. For our guy, Nico Horner. And you know what day yesterday was? It was a Tuesday. Um, Dating back to the beginning of July, I just did the math. 14 for 29 on Tuesdays for Nico Horner. Well, why is Tuesday significant for Nico Horner? That's when he comes on the Parkins and Spiegel show. That's right. On 670, the score. The man has a hit every Tuesday of the season since uh, the last one was May the second, went over five on May second, but since then as a I was hit, probably off that <laughs> as a hit every Tuesday for May, June, July, and August. Not a coincidence. Clearly, you and we we said it to him. You feel better when you express yourself, D- don't don't you? I I do. I express yeah. myself and I I get my thoughts out. I was like, ah, oh, okay. All I'm right. a better person for having working work with you guys every day. We know. You, you are? Boy, I'd hate to see what it would be like if he didn't work You should have seen me as a part-timer, dude. <laughs> hate crimes left and right. I like that uh, <laughs> the question that Nico was asked. How important is it for you guys to get back to winning after yeah. losing last night? Yeah. 
pretty that, important. That, <laughs> pretty big deal. Yeah, we uh, we're look, we're looking to win today. Yeah. <laughs> you gave it to Matt Eberflus. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. All right, Jed Hoyer on the news of uh, Marcus Stroman and the rib cartilage fracture. Yeah, we don't really know yet. I mean, obviously we know it's a, a fracture of the cartilage of his rib, um, which is not ideal by any stretch. But as far as severity, it's an unusual injury for a pitcher. And so we're going to kind of wait and see. Obviously, it's going to be a real rest time, um, but unclear about what that means at that point. So we'll see. We heard about it yesterday. When did, when did you guys find out about it? Did you say how it happened? I mean, we assumed on Sunday through his bullpen Sunday, went well we assumed he was gonna make the start today that was the plan all the bullpens have been going well um he was on schedule for that and then um you know we found out on sunday um that he was having some issues we didn't know if it was muscular we didn't know if it was skeletal we didn't know if it was you know you know indigestion we didn't know what it was we had no idea at that point and so um he got back from toronto and um went to the doctor on monday and you know, had the MRI, and that's what we found out. But it was really one where we had no idea what it was. It wasn't. A, it's not your usual pitching injury. It's not an arm. It's not a shoulder. It's not an elbow. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, after the bullpen on Sunday, we assumed he was making the start today. So, yeah, we were surprised. Oh, boy. That, yeah, he's done. That sucks. Yeah, that it was good. muscular or skeletal or indigestion, not a regular pitching injury. We were surprised, didn't know about it. So something happened. Something happened. Something happened somewhere in Marcus Stroman's non-baseball life or non-baseball workout life or whatever. That's rough, man. That is rough stuff. Not good. Not good. It just, they have been doing it for a while, and they have been winning, and they do have a nice stretch here, right? Like it, It's not over. Beat the bad teams, which you can beat even without Marcus Stroman, and then beat the Brewers heads up, which is tough given what they can probably do to line up their their horses in the starting rotation against you, right? Mm-hmm. They, they will have the starting pitching edge if they're able to get, you know, Burns and, and Woodruff and like lined up against you. Yeah. So you're gonna be an underdog in a lot of the, those head to head Brewers games, but it's baseball, right? It'll be fifty two forty eight, fifty three forty seven. I know, but that's not the way that you you've been thinking about how the stretch run's gonna go. I I know, but that's what that that that's why we're processing it the way we are. Yeah, they're there this is a significant blow because you'd feel better if it's oh, it's it's Burns against Steele. And it's Woodruff against uh, Stroman. You'd, you'd, f- you'd feel better about those types of matchups. So if we zoom out for a minute and we look at the Angels having decided to go for it where they were with Otani and trade away some prospects to to get Lucas Giolito has an ERA over eight since he's been there, by the way, which is a surprise to me. And then the Angels, what, get swept by Seattle as part of a big losing streak, and they're, they're well out of the wild card consideration. The conversation, well, I, I mean, they've got to make a big run. Conversation will be. Yeah, I mean, they're eight, they're eight games out of the third wild card. Oh, The Angels, yeah. They're, they're, they're four under, or no, they're three under 500 right now. Oof. Yeah, they're done. So, and the conversation is going to be, man, they got nothing. They, what a, they, they didn't get anything for Otani. Hey, do that sound again just for variance. Oh. Yes. One more. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there's already there's already some Cub fans, or maybe they're Sox fans, or maybe they're Cubs haters, or maybe they're 
people who didn't think the Cubs should have pivoted and done what they've done, who are reaching us via text. They've reached me via Twitter saying they should have sold Bellinger. They they shouldn't have bought in the first place. This wasn't a year for that. And now they're going to get nothing. Here's a texter. They're going to get nothing for two of their top three players in 2024. I guess he means Stroman, and we don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah, of course he means Bellinger. Um, but, yeah, I, I, you know, so it's like, I, I, you know, there's going to be Cub fans or Cub haters who are going to say, Cubs blew it and they shouldn't have done this. This is this is bad luck of of, of pitcher injuries biting them in the ass. I don't think you can say that. I don't think it's fair to say that. No, it, it is bad luck. I liked the aggression of going for it. The team earned it. They had an eight-game winning streak right before the break. The division was right there for the taking. The National League isn't loaded behind Atlanta. It was it was a it was calculated aggression and the players on the field earned it. They almost didn't, but they had a great streak right before and they ended up playing their way into it. Some real fun questions coming in for one last thing. We'll answer them ahead of Gabe Ramirez, Parkinson Spiegel on the score.